This is Jim, and I am talking to Stephen Hood, who has a project out at this time called Storium. Hello, sir. Hello there. For folks who may not be familiar, you have a Kickstarter running as we speak for this project. And what is Storium? Storium is, we call it the online storytelling game. And the idea is that it's a web-based game platform where you and your friends can collaboratively tell stories together. And it does this by turning writing into a game. It uses game mechanics borrowed from a variety of forms like role-playing games, games, card games, video games, improv, collaborative fiction, and it puts them all together to create a new sort of game system that is really focused on you and your friends together inventing and telling stories. Yeah, and I basically uh, found out about this through various social media, and the interesting thing was I have two large swaths of social media. One is gaming-related folk, and the other is writing-related mm. folk, and I looked and I saw the two merging, mm. Yes, <laughs> and I thought, there's something very interesting going on here. That's definitely there's, interesting. It's very, very big intersection that looks like is happening with this thing right now. It looks almost as though there may be a sort of a community thing that may be going on around this. Is that sort of the direction you were wanting to go in for this to have a build a community around? Definitely. That's what we were hoping for. And we've been very excited by the response we've been getting, both from the Kickstarter backers who are very engaged in terms of the feedback they're giving us and the games that they're playing in our beta test, which is live right now. Anyone who becomes a backer for the campaign at the lowest reward level or higher gets instant access to the beta test. And so we're seeing a lot of activity, a lot of feedback, a lot of comments and suggestions, which is really exciting. And we're seeing people from different areas of interest and backgrounds and perspectives coming into it. So we're seeing both gamers from the tabletop sense, but we're also seeing writers, bloggers, novelists, people who are either established or aspiring writers, people who are interested in that side of the game as well. Yeah, and it's really cool to see these folks coming together on this. And looking at the Kickstarter itself, it looks like your initial goal was 25000 And as we speak right now, it's over 115,000 right. uh, as of this recording. How have you felt about the response? It's hard to complain. We've been very excited. We reached our first goal of 25K within the first 24 hours, which was, I think, a, a pretty powerful statement in terms of people's interest in it. And we've had quite a number of stretch goals lined up. We've funded over 43 worlds so far. Worlds are Storium's reusable storytelling playsets that give you yeah. all the pieces you need in the system to tell stories in a specific genre or setting. And so we've engaged a great group of award-winning game designers, novelists, and other storytellers, uh, including screenwriters, to create these worlds and across a wide variety of forms and styles. And we're up to 43 funded so far. We have more coming. We just funded, actually, within the last hour, we funded a world from Jordan Wiseman, the creator of Shadowrun and Battletech and many other games. That was pretty exciting to me personally, because I'm a huge fan of those yeah. games. Oh, that's amazing. Looking at the lineup that you have here, it's just awesome. I mean, even just for your starting folks you've got involved in this project, you have uh, Will Heinmarch, Chuck Wendig, Mer Lafferty, J.C. Hutchins, and uh, just looking down at the list of the stretch goals, the people whose worlds you've had funded, it is a cavalcade of experts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really <laughs> proud of the list of folks we have involved. You know, Many of these are designers of games that I love, authors of novels that I love, but many of them are also people, honestly, that I, I haven't read or played, and I I think that's important too. We're building something not just for people like me. We're trying to build a system that is appealing and welcoming to a wide variety of people. So you'll see worlds in there that reflect the more traditional RPG tropes, let's say. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. You know, things yeah. like sci-fi and fantasy and cyberpunk, things that I personally yeah. love. But you'll also see worlds in there like Downton Abbey and Jane Austen romances. <laughs> and you see medical dramas and you see things set in like 1920s Harlem Renaissance and you see jazz age 
page and all sorts of things in there. And that's very much on purpose because we're trying to create a library of options to play with that really that, appeals that, to a lot of people. That's a really awesome feature. People are going to want to tell stories in a lot of these different worlds. I sure hope so. At 65,000, you got Evil Hat. And at 69,000, you got Keith Baker. And at 73,000, you got Scott Sigler. So you hit 100,000, you got Matt Forbeck, yes. which is really awesome. I think so, at least because I've actually had the pleasure of world building with Matt Forbeck oh, uh, wow. on my other podcast. It's a real joy to see stuff that he brings oh, he's, about. He's, wonder- so. he's wonderful. We're really proud yeah. to have him involved. How did you get all of these folks involved <laughs> in this project? Well, you know, it's been a long journey. We've been working on Storium for uh, at least 14, 15 months now and thinking about it before that as well. And I've spent the last year plus trying to build relationships, learning who would be interesting people to involve in this effort, but also who would be interested in being involved. And it's not necessarily for everyone. It's a new sort of idea. It's a new sort of medium that we're building here. A lot of these people have not designed for games before, which I think is really interesting. And so we're creating something that allows them to do that without having to be experts in game design themselves. So it was a gradual process. And a lot of this is about networking and making ourselves known to the community. So we're not just random tech startup guys walking in the room and asking to work with people. I've worked really hard at that. And I'm really proud that we build relationships and, and trust with a lot of people and we're working really hard and doing our best to do right by them. So are there any other stretch goals you'd like to tell us about? We just announced, in fact, a huge goal, which is at the 200K level, we are going to create Storium for Schools, which I'm really excited about. We've had a lot of backers tell us that they think Storium would be really useful in the educational context for students and for teachers and for schools, all the way up to college, as a tool for helping people write and collaborate and learn and tell stories. And that's incredibly exciting to us. You know, our whole goal is to help people express themselves. And if we could do that for students of many different ages, we would be really proud of that and really excited about it. So we thought about it a lot. We talked to some educators and what we came up with was this idea for Storium for Schools. And it's a big goal for us because it's going to be a lot of work. What we'll do is we will build a version of Storium specifically for use in schools and we will run pilot tests and we will even develop curricula to help it be used in various educational contexts. So that's what we hit at 200K and we have a ways to go. I think we can hit it actually with a big push and we're really hoping we do because we're excited to do it. Awesome. I really hope that one gets there because that pretty much sounds to me like the most important goal of all. It's really meaningful to us so we'd love to be able to do it. Excellent. I looked down at the information you had on it and I looked at one of the sample videos and uh, I haven't unfortunately had a chance yet. I've pledged on it but I haven't quite had a chance to dive in and beta on it yet. I'm planning to do so pretty soon cool. if I can. Cool. But thus far from sort of the looks of it, the, the closest thing I can think of to something like this that I've seen is is sometimes when people will go on forums and try to do a thing where it's like they either take turns telling a story or they do like a forum RPG, sure. forum base where they go back and forth. But this looks like it's going to be several steps above that. Would you like to talk a little bit about the mechanics that you're trying to employ here for how this thing's going to work? Sure. I mean, forum gaming, you know, play by post, as it's often called, is definitely one of the inspirations here. Uh, a lot of people play that and love that form, and it takes many different forms. And I think it's great. We're not trying to replace play by forum or tabletop playing for that matter. We're trying to create something that we think is new and different. And the goal is to give people a different way to play and to express themselves. And what I'm hoping is that if we're successful, we've created something that is
is appealing to gamers, but will also grow the hobby. It will pull in people who normally wouldn't play these games that we mm. love. And I think that would be a really good thing all around. And so that's what we focused on doing. So the mechanics of Storium, they borrow from tabletop games. They borrow from play-by-forum, play-by-post techniques. They borrow from card games as well, and some video games, interactive fiction, and so forth. So we really put a lot of different ideas in the blender. And what we came up with was something that we think is different. And generally, the way the mechanics work is that you're working together to cooperatively tell a story. And each player in the game has a specific role to help make that happen. Mm -hmm. One player is the narrator, and the rest of the players take on the roles of characters. So that's an obvious structure that you'd recognize as a tabletop gamer. But the responsibilities are a little different in Storium because this control over the story is more shared. The narrator's job is to set up the game and sort of establish the starting conditions of the world. And they do this with what we call story cards, which are like virtual playing cards that describe dramatic challenges, places where the story unfolds, character traits, physical things that are important to the story, subplots, all these sorts of things. They're all represented by cards. And these cards are virtual. And you can choose a world to play, and it comes with a deck of these cards. Or you can create your own completely from scratch if you want. The narrator also establishes they start each scene of the game. So it's kind of like a turn. So each scene yeah. of the game, it happens in a certain place, and it has certain dramatic challenges that have to be overcome in order for the story to continue. So as a narrator, I might set a scene in the throne room. And the dramatic challenge, represented by a card that I play, is that we have to convince the king to let us explore the ruins, let's say. Yeah. And the, the players do is, they play their own cards to overcome those challenges. And that is how the story progresses. So let's say that I'm playing the fast-talking bard, <laughs> to, to continue the fantasy yeah. metaphor. <laughs> I might have a card. One of my character strengths is fast-talker or you know, uh, convincing, let's say. I would play that card on the king challenge card. Right? Literally, physically, yeah. you see that card get put down on top of the other card on the screen. And then that now is my writing prompt. It tells me I need to ah. describe, right, instead of a blank page, I now have a, a more constrained creative problem here now, which is the yeah. Yeah. How my character convinces the king to let us explore the ruins. And he does that by the virtue of his ability to talk fast and be convincing. Yeah. And you know, challenges can be very dramatic like that, or they could be action-oriented. The challenge could be Indy needs to get across the chasm, right? Yeah. And the way he does that <laughs> might be he has an asset card, which is his whip. And he plays that, and then the player writes about how he manages to get across. Although if it's yeah. if it's really the movie, he doesn't, <laughs> he's actually out of <laughs> the movie. Yeah, he doesn't have that card, <laughs> so he has to think of something else. Um, he has an idol card, exactly. and the other player has the whip card. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's generally how it works, is that the narrators and the players play cards, and then those cards are their writing cues. They help them figure out what to write, and they keep everyone on the same page. And then based on the cards you play as a player, it affects the outcome in the story. So you can actually earn the right to take control of the narrative from the narrator. And you can say, I've earned in this moment not only the right to say that we convinced the king to let us explore the ruins, but how it goes down and what the outcome of that is. And so there's like the narrative ball is mechanically passed around, everybody gets their moment in the spotlight. I've very much liked this recent trend I've seen even in just tabletop RPGs where you have things that are essentially writing prompts in these sort of more story-oriented games like, say, Fiasco sure. or A Fate is a big one. Those are two big influences um, that, for us, uh, absolutely. Things where it's just you throw out a few words and then you can actually mold that into what's happening right there. And so it's really exciting to see this adapted to something that may make for a broader base of folk. 
Thanks. That's very cool. Yeah, we believe that storytelling is it's one of those fundamental human creative abilities. Like we all have it. I mean, you and I have just been doing it for the last 10 minutes or so. It's, this it's, is true. it's something that everybody can do. And writing is also something that people can do. Most people can do. And I think some people are intimidated by it sometimes because when they stare at the blank page, right, the blank page stares back. And yeah. by making writing a more collaborative process and sort of judgment free by making it a game and by giving people these tools and prompts, we're hoping that will encourage more people to express themselves and to tell the stories that are in their heads. Can I assume you have a history with storytelling and gaming and uh, yeah, I, world building? Yeah, things I, I do. I mean, I've spent my whole professional career in technology out here in Silicon Valley working at various startups, but I am a gamer myself. You know, growing up, I played quite a bit of uh, tabletop RPGs, whether it was D&D, Champions, GURPS, Traveler, a bunch of different games. Yeah. And I play video games quite a bit as well. Yeah. I'm a lover of film and TV and books. And when I grew up, I lost my network, my gaming network. And mm. when I went off to college, I didn't really rebuild it. And yeah. I didn't play tabletop games for a long time, and I really missed it. And I came to realize that I missed many things about it. But one of the really interesting things I missed was that creative outlet. Yeah, and and yeah. You really, it's really hard to get that anywhere else, actually, short of writing, right? Like, it's really yeah, absolutely. one of the only other ways you can do that. You know, when you play even the very best computer RPG, ultimately, the story has been told by someone else, and you're navigating through various combinations of it. And yeah, exactly. only a human narrator can truly respond to people's creative responses and inputs. So I had this thought that, you know, what if you could take the ideas of role-playing games and of card games and other various creative forms and turn them into a new game that was accessible to a broader audience? Wouldn't that be exciting? I feel like not enough people play the games that you and I enjoy. And that's really yeah. a shame. And I think if we could grow the hobby, that would be great for gaming. But it would also be a really powerful, I don't want to sound too overambitious here, but it's it's a it would be a cult, oh, go ahead. benefit, right? It would be a benefit to to our culture and to people to help them find new ways to express themselves. So that led us on this path, and I'm really happy to where we are now. We have a long way to go, a, a lot more to build, but people seem to be excited about it, and that really feels great. Well, I mean, that's really something that I think all of us who are into various forms of gamery and writery are hoping that people will realize is that one of the most awesome things in the universe is bouncing ideas off of other people. Oh, absolutely. So you hear that, folks? He's one of us. Go fund this project. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this project is running through Thursday, May 8th. So when you hear this recording, hopefully you will have a few more days, but not long. Do not dally. So if folks want to find you online, where should they go? They can search Storium on Kickstarter, S-T-O-R-I-U-M. You can go to Storium.com, which is our homepage, and it has links to the Kickstarter. If you back us at the lowest level, which is $10 or higher, you get instant access to our beta test. So you'll be able to go to Storium.com and sign up and play. We have a fully functional early version of the game working right now, and there are thousands of people playing it already. You can also find us on Twitter at Storium. Excellent. All right, folks, go and check that out. Thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, take care and get on those stretch goals. I will. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 